day. <laughs> What's up? Uh, you know, it's just, it's gray and it snowed this morning and then it rained on top of that. And Damn. Nobody here, nobody here shovels their shit. So the roads are going to be all icy tomorrow. I heard that's a thing in Seattle. People don't shovel. It is. They don't. They throw salt down and then they pray for the best. <laughs> anyway. <sighs> Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> To another episode of the Novel Society, uh, where we're continuing TOG. This episode, chapters 21 through 25, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yes. Um, I'm gonna be honest, I don't remember a lot that happened. I thank God for notes. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember a goddamn thing. Oh my god. Don't forget to follow us on social media at the Novel Society Podcast on Instagram and on TikTok at Novel Society Pod on Twitter. Shall we? Yes. So starting off with chapter 21, during the second test, they're scaling the side of, I think, the castle. And they have to climb. And I already know Cece's anxieties through the fucking roof. Mine is too. She takes the path less traveled. So it's a little bit harder. While she's climbing up the wall, she finds that Knox is in trouble. Basically, I think something happened where um, all the other contestants are taking the same path up, like following each other. And one of the um, champions decides to cut Knox's rope. So he's going to become a splat on the sidewalk in about like 0.5 seconds. And CC makes a split decision to go and to help him. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, that's so noble. Mm-hmm. But on the other side, I'm like, Bitch, this is a competition. <laughs> yes. We don't have time. Like, one less person. She always felt bad for him because he's the underdog. As is she. She's portrayed as an underdog, too. So it's kind of like they're allies in a sense. And Kane, which is the one who cut the rope, he's he's the biggest asshole there. I, oh, God. He's such like a, he's one of those villains where it's like, ooh, I'm evil. And I'm like, ah, oh, get the fuck out of here. It's so annoying. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He gives off those vibes. Attention seeker. I'm the biggest and the baddest. Right. Kind of. mm-hmm. Like, a guest, a guest star. Somebody wasn't love. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. That's the best way guest to describe star. it. Guest star. Uh, but my immediate thought was like, KO is going to have his panties in a bunch over this. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. But that was basically chapter 21, like her making that decision, her that split decision to go and help him. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we're talking about 90 feet of climbing here. Yeah. And she's not using equipment. Yeah. On yeah. her hands. And she has no shoes. She's using her feet. Mm-hmm. Tar on her feet and tar on her hands. Like, that's that's it. She she got it. Because I would have quit. <laughs> Send me back to Endovia. I'm out. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll take my chances. But the way she did it, though, like the way she saved him, it goes more into chapter 22. But I love the technique that she used. So in chapter 22, she... No, I don't want to say it's like a swine dive because like she actually gets a hold of rope. I'm, did you say swine dive? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but she gets a hold of rope and, and she barely made it. And she honest. barely met it. Yeah. And at that, when she did, um, it describes how like the momentum swung them where she actually ended up hitting the, the wall. They end up hitting the stone wall and stuff. And I'm like, this bitch is getting all fucked up. And she hasn't even started to started a fight yet. Like, bruh. Not only that, but the rope that she took from the other person to tie around her waist, like when it went taut, it fucking, it snapped at her waist. Like she could have punctured long liver. Tell me you didn't think about Spider-Man when Gwen Stacy done went 
she just <laughs> like, <laughs> that's foul that's, that's foul. what i pictured though no. that's exactly what i pictured i was like that's that's real damn. fucked up because you know how that messed him up <laughs> sorry andrew <laughs> um yeah so she does save Knox. i think i think i read that she really does think about like she starts calculating how quickly she needs to go right back up that wall in order to not be sent home. And I yeah. was like, damn. Right. Because, you know, Brulo, who's who's judging the competition, he doesn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, good for you. Pat on the back. Good sportsmanship. But we're not here for sportsmanship. This is not a team. No, seriously. And she also mentions, like, after she saves Knox and they make it, Kale actually, like, tells her, like, hey, you finished an 18th. Like, you weren't sent home. Cheer up. It's okay. Which I kind of found surprising because I expected him to, you know, be like, you, I told you to stay in the middle. 18 and not the middle. Yeah. But she is hard on her own self because Arabin told her anything but first place is a loser. He's like, second place is losing. You are a glorified loser. So Ricky Bobby's dead. <laughs> Ricky Bobby? If you're not first, you're last. <laughs> I was going to say, keep in mind, all of this is happening while someone just died and fell off the castle in chapter 21. So like, yeah. Oh, fuck. I forgot about that. Yeah. This this description of what it's like. And then all of a sudden someone falls, dies. And everything that we just described continues. We don't even have time to process. Like, yes, yes. Very sad. Anyway. On to the competition. It was fucking rough. So then after that, a little bit of banter that I really liked where, um... They're called like he she called him an idiot. He called her a crazed criminal. And like they're just going back and forth, which was cute. We also find out that some of the champions who didn't show up were found mauled, brutally mauled and dismembered. So more people are dying. Well, it was only one person, right? Oh, it's one person. Yeah, you're right. So that's yeah, that's the second time. And it was the same. They were murdered in the same way. So now we know like it's ritual. To be honest, that's starting to interest me more like, as we're going, I, I'm more interested in this mystery of, like, who the fuck is going around killing these people? Like, I'm like, I want to know. Yeah. <laughs> who or what? Right. Because I'm, like, reading it and I'm, like, I keep thinking back to, like, some type of shapeshifter, some type of, like, were- werewolf situation, something. And there's so many guards in that castle. Right. Something other than human to come up within those walls unseen. Like, that's that just can't be. That's where I'm getting stuck for nobody to have witnessed this, heard anything. Right, exactly. Like, it just it doesn't make sense to me. One other note that I have about this chapter, we've known Selena to be somebody who is very confident in herself and her abilities. And the very last line of chapter 22, she's basically starting to doubt herself now. Yeah, because there are other people in the competition who are, like, really mm. fierce. Mm-hmm. Um. So she is having that that second doubt. Uh, another thing that I picked up on was the story she was telling Ko about Arabin, about how he invested so much in her training and stuff like that, and then he was like, "Oh, you owe me Bitch, money. No. Like you have to pay me back." No, and she did. Bitch, yes. I mean, but it wasn't it. When I say no, I mean like she didn't know at the time. Yeah, that was in the, the fine yeah. print. It's like when artists get signed to a contract and they're like, "Oh no, you owe us mm-hmm. money." Because we put you on tour and recording time and stuff like this and photo shoots. Like, gotta read fine print. Mm-hmm. And she, and she did. 
She she paid him back every penny, and he spent it in three days. Three hours. I was like, what, what the fuck did you do? Spend all the money on in three hours? Gambling. Three hours or three days? I think it was three hours. Stephanie <laughs> sucks. She's like, it's like three days, damn it. I mean, three hours. A five hundred thousand in three hours. Um, page one hundred and fifty-seven. She about to quote a bitch. Yup. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> After Kale asked, "Did you pay it back?" She says, oh, down to last copper. And he then went out and spent all of it. Over 500,000 gold coins gone in three hours. Three hours. Damn. That, those are hoes. Those are hoes. I got hoes. <laughs> There's some hoes in the <laughs> That's where he went. That's where he went. He went to the house of Wap. That's where he went. The house of Wap. He went to the house of Wap. Those are some expensive ass hoes. The house of Wap. <laughs> Bitch. Bitch. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> That's how you spend that much in three hours, yo. I fucking can't. The, I, I, even though chapter 22 isn't that long, um, it just, it, 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 the time span is pretty long because it does extend for like two more weeks and two more tests. They just didn't get into the details too much. Mm-hmm. But I think you were onto something, Morgan, because even though like her confidence is like, she's starting to question it. I think it's just because you know, they're having training in between these tests. And so they are getting better and they're seeing each other and learning things. And so I think she's just starting to be like, damn, you know, like, how do I win without being first, without revealing who I am? Mm. So um, we are at 23 and um, she had another nightmare um, about being whipped and in Dovia. And I always feel bad when this happens. And she was whipped so bad down to the bone, mm. literally, and she fell into a grave and she was screaming so bad in her sleep that when she woke up, Kale was there and he was like, you were screaming bloody murder. Like, are you OK? <laughs> Good? Bruh, I had questions about this because she actually touched her back. She's like, I was whipped. I was whipped like she felt it. And so in my mind, I'm like, I wonder if part of her magical abilities or whatever the magic in her blood is that when she's in these dreams, she can actually like hear and see and smell and feel everything that's actually going on. Like if these dreams are actually happening to her. That's terrifying. Yeah, that's really terrifying. It's almost like a, well, not the same, same, but kind of like the concept of kindred Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. where like she is pulled back into another time and everything that happens to her is actually happening Mm -hmm. to her. Yeah. So that's kind of what it, what it feels like. Especially as we go more along to the story, we start mm-hmm. to see that she's having a harder, harder time trying to figure out what's reality, what's not. Yeah. So, yeah, Kale burst into the room. He was like, you know, don't worry about training today. I'm canceling because of the Sam, Sam Win. Okay, that's mm-hmm. what's called. That's what we're going with. <laughs> I said Sam Hewen. Sam, Sam Hewen. <laughs> and um, it's a, basically just a, a festival to start the winter. She's like, you know, am I invited to the festivities? And he's like, no. <laughs> he's like, I'm just... I'm just telling you that, you know, you don't have to worry about, you know, training today. And, you know, of course, knowing her, she still gets dressed and wants to be super festive. So they're out and Dorian ran into them, her um, and Kale and Nehemia. And I actually like that trio. Just want to just want to point out. Like, I like <laughs> Kale and Selena and Nehemia together. Like, I feel like they complement each other really well. And uh, I did too, yeah. And he noticed that like Nehemia's guards were staring at him, 
and like in a in like in a funny way and he remembered that um the duke is planning to deploy soldiers to fight her people so they're keeping her in the castle on purpose and he felt bad for it. he was like no i don't like that plan let's not go with this but he got outvoted and i thought that that was really cool you know that it's a good show of character you know and there there's so yeah. much that goes on behind the scene that selena's not aware of mm-hmm. and doran hasn't shared and she's always saying in the book how she's alone she has no friends but she actually has more allies than she thinks she does it's just that they have their their duties their oaths that they have to abide by yeah, I'm hoping he breaks that oath, though, because that, that's really shitty. Absolutely. I did want to touch back on something that happened when she was with K.O. in her room, when they were talking about the festival or the celebration, how it was to celebrate the winter and also to, like, pray to the gods and, like, the dead or summon the dead and shit like that. And I was actually wondering if maybe that creature or thing or whatever that's killing these people has been summoned from the dead because they're saying that it can't be anything human and if it is an animal it's not an animal of that world (laughs) so um um dorian's biggest fear was that if he told they'd automatically know the council would know that it was him who snitched i mean you could pass a note under a door (laughs) have a servant tell her something um and then um he's starting to wanting to purposefully spend more time with selena yeah. He wants to get to know her and he's like so enamored with her and he's like I want to I want to get to like know her like her past where she came from and all these things. Granted, Kao has tiptoed in it a little bit here and there. Mm-hmm. Doran has no idea what he's in for, but that's when they saw Kane as they're walking and he's kneeling before this tower that we all hate with the gargoyles. Yeah. Yeah, like he's like worshiping it. Mhm. And when Kane noticed that they were looking at him, um, he kind of like, you know, st- stood up and, you know, went about his business. And um, she saw that Selena saw that he was focused on something on the ground and that his hands were covered in dirt. And it was a word mark, Nehemiah said, which is part of an ancient religion, ancient religion that's no more, no longer. And um Right. And she was very adamant about like leave it alone. Yes. Like don't even yes. look into it. Don't ask about it. Just let it be. And I love how Nehemiah is very intuitive. She's not stupid. She looked at Selena and was like, You're hiding something. Mm. Because her face, yeah. she was just like and I mean Selena got a good poker face. So for her, someone to see through that, like, and she was just and that's why she was like, shit, you know, she wants to learn the language. She's starting to read like my facial expressions and um she's like you are more than what you say you are and she was also like you don't you don't understand word marks like you don't know what they mean you you can't read them are you sure you've never seen them before and i'm like yes what exactly is selena and i felt like what what does she think that cc is and i felt like in that moment that's part of the reason why she agreed to like tutor her and teach her the language because there was a lot of competing points here and so she was just like, we'll just, I'll, I'll tutor you and we just won't tell Kao. And in that instant, she also got Nehemia off her back. I wanted to ask, do you think that, um, that Nehemia can see or read like people's auras? Mm. It, it seems so. I mean, and any time that she's mentioned any type of, of having suspicion, she was never wrong. Yeah. You know, 
But then again, yeah. So she might have a little magic in her blood too. That, or you know, I mean, that's well. That's the beauty about reading. You know, you can only guess so much because we we don't see their faces while they're having this dialogue and all of these things. So there could be other. You don't see their faces. <laughs> context clues. <laughs> so I mean, I mean, Ko's face clearly he doesn't know how to hold a face for the life of him, but <laughs> all he does is rolls his eyes and mm-hmm. flares flares his nose and. He's always on his myriad. I can't. <laughs> so yeah, that moves us into chapter 24. Cece can't sleep that night and actually ends up finding a secret passageway in her room, which is fucking crazy. She's like, there's a breeze coming from underneath that tapestry. Ain't shit under that tapestry. And then she finds a fucking door that she pushes in. I was like, oh my but God. No lie. Don't do it. Isn't that like every person's <laughs> dream when they stay in a castle though? That they find a fucking secret package? No, passage? not my dream, bitch. It's a package. Passage. <laughs> that is not my fucking dream, bitch. No. No? <laughs> I want to oh go, sli- go to sleep. <laughs> I want to be in a nice room, a nice little castle thing. Because that's a two-way door. Mm. Which means somebody can come in and fuck me up. <laughs> I'm not having that. Yeah. Stephanie was thinking more of the adventure. She was like, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, like, oh, no, fuck chat. that. Fuck that. That's how people die. No, thank <laughs> right. you. Well, I thought it was cool. Until she described what it looked like. It was all dark and dingy and dusty. Like, it hadn't been used in years. And at first, she thought it was like a servant's passage, right? Yeah. This chapter was so funny to me. It was. It was. She was so cute. And she was so, um, oh, I just, I love Go, go ahead, go talk about it. But it's hilarious. <laughs> to me, I found it funny. She grabs like she grabs her little ball of yarn. She's like, just so I don't get lost. I'm like, hey, okay, yes, bitch, like yes. that'll help. Yeah. <laughs> Hansel and Gretel shit. She gets down to, I guess, the main floor of the passageway, and there are three different doorways. And so the first one she goes to, I think, is in the middle. And it leads her to, I think, um, the outside of the castle ground. And it's a gate that she could easily escape through and then be on her way and then she's like i don't really want to betray the trust of like dorian and ko and stuff like that i'm like bitch fuck that lee (laughs) (laughs) fuck Mm -hmm. it um so she decides that she's not going to escape but she does keep it in the back of her mind just in case things go south when she comes back to the three main passages there's this like weird like kind of whisper going on and it calls her to the third passageway on the right and she's like not on Day of the Dead, bitch. Not yeah, today. Yeah, no, legit. I, you won't get me. I thought the exact same thing. She was like, nah, Dia de los Muertos. We not doing this shit. No. Right. I was, I was like, first of all, bitch, you shouldn't even be down there. But thank you for using common sense. Right. Oh, my God. So she goes to the passage on the left instead. And that leads her to the fucking banquet hall where they're having the celebration for Sam Huin. Tell me how pissed you were when I read, when I read this because I got pissed. Everybody, all the other damn champions were invited. I was livid, which doesn't make sense because it's like, one, how do you explain all of those people being there without them being suspicious about the competition that's going on? And number two, you have them murderers and killers and all this shit just having a Mm -hmm. grand old time, barely being watched around some of the most important people in the country. Basically. Make it make sense. And then you go tell me that I can't come. I can't go? What what was the reason? What was the reason? (laughs) (laughs) It don't make no sense to me. I was pissed for her. Same. But she does end up leaving because she sees K.O. rise from the table. She's like, oh, shit. He's going to come looking for me. He said he was going to bring me something from the festival. I should probably go before he realizes I'm not in my room. They're really pissed. So she gets up to go. 
we get Ko and Dorian outside of Cece's door. Bitch, not them fighting about why are you here? Why are you here? <laughs> what were your intentions? What were your right. intentions? It reminded me of the Spider-Man meme where they're both pointing at each other. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like they're both oh guilty. God. You're both guilty. You're both caught. You're caught. Facts. And Kale like drags him out. He's like, you need to leave. Like, so do you, bitch. I love how he goes, I'm her guard. I'm supposed to be wherever she is. Right. And Dory's right, like, looking okay. at her like, oh yeah, and these booty call hours. Right. <laughs> booty right, call right. hours. And what exactly are you guarding? In, in the wee of that the night. Booty. That booty. <laughs> booty calls. I mean, duty calls. <laughs> so, uh, KO did keep his promise. So, uh, Cece just made it back. Like, she mm. passed out on the bed. And uh, KO gives her a ring that they got from the, the Harvest Festival. It's like, it's, it's all right. It's not nothing, you know, fancy fancy, but it's nice. It's the thought that counts. The sentiment. Yeah. The sentiment, right. That is the end of chapter 24. But I just, I cannot get over K.O. and Dorian. I just, I can't. <laughs> I think they were all so cute in this in this chapter. Um, So we move on to chapter 25. And in this chapter, Delena is essentially dreaming of going down that third passageway. The one that was basically whispering to her. Um. So she ends up going down it and it, it, it opens up into a tomb. It's basically a tomb um, of what she assumes looking at, at, um, at everything in there. She's looking at it and she's like, oh, this is, this is like a royal tomb, essentially. And then she's looking at, peop- at, at the figures. Because, um, you know, back in, in like old days or whatever, they would carve figures onto the tomb. So she's looking at the figures on the tomb. And she immediately recognizes the king. And it's I think his name is Gab Gavin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's the first king of A- Ar- um Ardar I can't say Adderall. Adderland. Adderland. And she's like, she looks at the person next to him. Oh, that's the queen, Elena. She's half fae. Like this was the daughter of King Baron from Terrason. And so this was the first queen. The first princess of Terrison, where she's from. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right, where and she's the from, first, right. And the first fae person to uh, uh, marry, what was it? The the human of Adderlon. And like, she was the first fae right. queen of of Adderlon. Yeah. Uh, wait, so, Adderlon? Adderlon? Man, fuck this. <laughs> um, another key point that I like put in there was she found uh, the king's sword. And that was named Damaris. Um, and I just think that's important because from what we know from Sarah J. Moss, swords are named and these these are important things. <laughs> so yes. I like made a note about this. Yeah. But what I found really interesting was she while she's looking at this, she like kind of turns around and there's Queen Elena standing like she freaks the fuck out like a normal person would. Because the bitch spoke. She did. What was that? <laughs> what? That's, a, that's where you kind of do that slow turn like. Uh, yeah. Shit. Shit. <laughs> but what's even better? Her name. Elena Galathianus Javillard. How do you say her how do you say her That's second a, last name? I didn't even try to write that shit down. Say her last name again. Elena Galactica Harvard. <laughs> Not it. Be quiet. Not man. it. <laughs> Galathianus 
Havillard. Uh, that's what oh, I said. I right Dorian's Dorian's last name. No, you said Galactic. I'm not even gonna entertain you. <laughs> she said, "Damn, <laughs> what are you nonsense?" <laughs> but yet, we got to put that in our our so, SJM notes. So, does that mean that Dorian is also partially fake? In some way, shape, or form, is down his bloodline. Yeah, same last name. If if that's his true, last if name. he's not a bastard, that is correct. But she also noticed in that tomb there was wood marks everywhere. Yeah, and that would initially freaked her out. Right. She was like, I don't want these word marks to like, <laughs> you know, come back on me, you know. But that's the thing. Like she was summoned there. But basically Queen Elena tells her that she needs to seek out the evil that's in the castle. And I immediately was like, why her? <laughs> I was like, why her? Well, yeah, I thought that too. She was being really cryptic as these scenes tend to go. But she was like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. one somebody from your bloodline wanted you here. Like nothing is by coincidence. They wanted you to learn the history. There's a reason why it has to be you. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, bitch, again, what is the reason? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Tell um, me. <laughs> uh, Queen Elena does give her an amulet. I also thought at first when I was reading it, I was like, because there's a, there's a little bit where Selena hears dogs or some type of animal coming towards them and i was like oh shit this is this is the evil i was like this is the evil that she has to seek right but <laughs> selena's really smart and she's like i gotta get like i gotta get out of here and uh, queen elena is like yeah you have to run now that i'm reading it again i'm like wait was that whole scene or whatever maybe that was the actual death of queen elena like maybe she was playing her actual death and and that was how she was able to communicate. Do you get what I'm saying? I mean, she went back to a time where she existed. Like, for whatever reason, she was able to, like, uh, Selena was able to see her, but at the same time, and she was able to talk to her, but at the same time, like, like her her actual death was, like, somehow playing in the background. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, it, No, it definitely makes sense. Um, what I got from reading it was that there she was in an in-between world. Okay. Selena was in a world that was in between life and death. And Elena was able to get back to that place to meet her, to give her that message because Mm -hmm. Gavin was kind of um, distracting the guardians of that realm. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like um, with Doctor Strange when he was trying to do the the death walk or whatever and become his dead self. Not not like that, but there's just like, there's guardians that make yeah, yeah, sure yeah. that the dead are not passing through the realm of the living, the living are not passing through the realm mm-hmm. of the dead. So those gargoyles were the guardians and they knew that, you know, some shit was going down and they were coming to put a stop to that. That's kind of how I interpreted it. Okay, so you thought it was the gargoyles. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, like, that makes sense. I see where you can, yeah, okay. The reference was made while she was there about the gargoyles um, at the clock tower guarding the portal between worlds. I agree with you, Morgan. I really think that that's what happened. And remember, she wasn't a ghost. She was solid. Yeah. Selena was able yeah. to touch her because she fell on her ass when she got when she scared the shit out of her. And she was able to lift yeah. her back up. Yeah. And so that's also another sign of being in between worlds. And she made it very clear to her, like, you were meant to be an assassin. You were meant to learn all of those skills of survival because this is what you need to focus on. Forget your friends. Forget your debts. Forget your enemies. And Selena was not prepared for that. She wanted freedom. She's like, like, no, wait a fucking minute, bitch. I'm just here so I can be free. Yeah, she didn't. Right. She was not prepared for that. Um, And then it just turns out that Selena was dreaming. 
So she's actually still in her bedroom on her bed and she like shoots up and she's like, oh shit. And she's really, really hoping that that was just a dream. And mm. yet the amulet that was given to her is sitting right in the palm of her hand. And she's like, ah, shit. It's <laughs> fake. She's like, it wasn't fake at all. So basically my initial thought at that time was, so she's sitting right next to a portal opening. Like it's like right there. Yeah. Cause all, uh, well, sorry. I almost gave them away. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> she said not mine. <laughs> yeah, that's where we end on chapter twenty-five. Yeah, so that was like a definitely towards the end, a lot of thinking going on with that little bit of information that we were given from the late queen, and so we kind of have to like now figure out. There's so many things going on at once. There's the competition. There's the murders, and now she has to defeat some type of evil in the castle. And she's like, I don't even know if these if these things all correlate together. Bitch got a lot on her plate. She's like, I don't want to do this. I'm done. I don't want to go there. <laughs> and I don't blame her. After all she's been through, mm-hmm. going this 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 journey, chasing what the fuck. Right. This, <laughs> this fucking quest and shit like that. And she doesn't know what to expect. She doesn't know like when it'll it'll be over. It's it's a it's a whole task. Yeah. At the moment, I don't have any predictions because there's a lot that I've had to just take in. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't have anything. I'm I'm waiting to get to a point where I'm like, oh shit, that connects. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm waiting for. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Um, on the next episode, <laughs> we're gonna go over chapters 26 through what is it? 30? Yeah, 30. 26 through 30. That that part. Yep. <laughs> but with that being said, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We'll see you next time, and bye, bye, bye. <laughs>